piano. Cash on me, shawty blow my phone. That's corny, that's a no no. I'm trying to hustle that white one. All righty. Hey, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. This is the podcast where the topics you talked about on Saturday are the same topics we talk about today on our podcast. That's right. If you talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is J-Rod, and I am your host, and I am in Out The Way Studio here in Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as NatTown. Now, I'm joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here at Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Can you hear me all right, that was barbershop.com. You know, I do like that that tune, but it almost seemed like it just cut off off your set, and there it kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, but that is quite all right because we do have some topics to talk about today. Uh, but you know, I do got some bad news, Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our uh, the person who paid for that commercial last week, our last episode, right? Right, yeah. You know, we must have had some technical difficulty because you couldn't hear the commercial. Yeah, I got feedback. I spent my hat too. <laughs> I mean, as soon as that check was deposited, it was so, gone. So, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, uh, I did uh, get some notes uh, from Arthur indicating that uh, that person that paid for that ad had contacted the studio several times complaining that uh, his ad couldn't be uh, heard on there. So, uh, I think we're going to re air that ad today. Yeah, that's and a good push idea. Back the new ad next week. Oh, you know, so I think you're absolutely right because, like I said, that money's gone. So we might as well make up. And we want other people to uh, uh, advertise on our podcast. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we will do you right. Yeah, we deliver. Yeah. We will make it right. So we're going to go ahead and, and, and play that advertising again. And just remind you, this was a, a it, it was a, a video that's compete to what a um, video was quite some time ago, some years ago. Was, I think it was called like Girls Go Wow. Girls Gone Wild, right? Yeah, and, I, and this was uh, kind of in the same vein, but mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, it was like, but these are real girls doing real things. That's really all I really remember about the commercial. Oh, okay. All right. all right. Well, if that's the case, then what we are going to go ahead and do is play that commercial. I want to see if I can cue it up real quick. And we have it up here in just a little bit. See if we can play that. And it looks like. Here we go. That's the most outrageous video since the last most outrageous video. And this one's even more outrageous because these are real girls. And hey, they're just not real girls going. Nuh-uh. You see, these are real girls on video. Do it real things that's right lots of real girls on video doing real things like real girls playing 
already. Oh, in the hole! We've got real girls at the bowling alley! Oh, all these balls are so heavy. Oh, yeah! Real girls on video doing real things features real girls calling the insurance company! Um, hello? Um, I just got rear-ended pretty hard by another woman. actually do an ordinary thing i do get that i do get that my goodness what kind of crap was that but but hey our switchboard is kind of lighting up so uh jay rider maybe there's a lot of response to this ad i don't know oh i don't know all right all right let's just call us hold tight hello hello hey hello i'm calling about the ad that i just heard on this uh podcast uh, uh, yeah, caller. This is Jay Rod. You on Barbershop Talk? Uh, we did just play an ad. Uh, what can we do for you? Well, I was um, look. I'm just gonna be total or honest, honestly, with you guys. I'm just gonna be honest. Is that um, I talked to my wife last week, and she said she did a video, and so I'm kind of wondering now that I'm listening to this video. And she was talking about bowling and the heavy balls. I wonder if that was her. So, oh, I tell you what, can you tell me what she looked like, the girl in the video? Um, well, I mean, you know, she was you know, uh, voluptuous, uh, you know, curvy, uh, uh, looked like an avid bowler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute now. What, 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 what what do you mean? Uh, what's that word you said? Uh, say it again. I heard the curvy part. What was the other part? Voluptuous. No, that's not my wife. Oh, no, okay. uh, no, no, no. She's a uh, she's she's succulent. My wife is very succulent, and so it's not the other <laughs> word. Well, well, I hate 
hate to I hate to take up your time, but I was just kind of wondering was it her? But it don't sound like it's the same description. But however, it might have been my girlfriend. Uh, what <laughs> you might, just that might be a little too much info for for the airwaves, uh, sir. But if your wife is very succulent, uh, you a lucky man. Well, don't don't get me confused, see, because my my wife are calling my girlfriend too, so we keep spicing it up. Because I think if you just say wife, 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 it gets boring, boring, boring. So I say girlfriend. So that's what I meant. Don't take it out of context. So you you trying to get me in trouble, um, but don't take it out of context. We we don't want to get anyone in trouble around here, you know. But uh, I'm not sure if that was. Uh, your wife or not, but if you think it was the one that was bowling, uh, she was complaining about the balls being heavy. That's yeah. all I know. And I'll be honest with you, man. I'll be quite honest with you. you know, I know your wife, and that, that is your wife on the video. So <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> you know, I just want you to know. So if you want to have a conversation with your wife, you have a conversation with your wife. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. I'm going to disconnect you now. Go talk to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That, well, was, that was kind of a tight one there, J. Rod. Well, you know, <laughs> you, know the, you know that's his wife. You see her in the barbershop all the time. Well, we here to make people happy, not not to break up a happy home. Well, he sounded like he was kind of depressed when he called in. You know, he sounded sincere that he wanted to know about his wife. So his I was just wife getting... is succulent. How are you going to be depressed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, because I do remember them being in the barbershop. And sometimes he said, uh, has my girlfriend been here today? And she walked in if it's his wife. Mm-hmm. So when he said, I call my wife my girlfriend, I said, it has to be the same guy. Yeah. So, but that was his wife in the video. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's just, she's just a real girl doing real things. <laughs> That's right. You know, but if I see her at the miniature golf, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know something, Colin? We just going to take, go ahead and, and switch gears on that one because that was pretty, uh, pretty intense. But however, we got some late breaking sports news, J. Rod. Yeah, we do. We do here in Indianapolis. You know, we're located here in Indianapolis and out the way studio as well. And we do from time to time like to talk about breaking news. And we are going to talk about breaking news right now. We're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts because it seems like to me, KC, they finally got a quarterback. They did. That's right. But before I divulge who that is, maybe we have a video. Yeah, matter of fact, the video can go ahead and lead us off, and uh, then we can we can uh, have comments from there. April 28th. In the meantime, we have another quarterback on the move. Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo, as we told you at the top of the show, likely could happen today. Ian, Matt, Ryan has been traded to the Colts, everybody. It is happening. Officially a done deal. Sources tell me and Mike Garofolo and Tom Pelissero that Matt Ryan is being traded to the Indianapolis Colts. The deal is done. It is agreed to. It is with a third-round pick going back to Atlanta in the 2022 draft. So Atlanta now officially moves forward in the post-Matt Ryan era. I am also told that as far as Matt Ryan's contract goes, doesn't get an extension, but he does get significantly more fully guaranteed money. That is all the rage, especially for quarterbacks, and Matt Ryan gets that with Indy. Now, of course, the long, long search for the Indianapolis Colts for a franchise quarterback now appears to be over, at least in the short term. Uh, They have been patient. General manager Chris Ballard has waited and waited and waited for the right situation. Now they get it. Matt Ryan, a member of the Indianapolis Colts. 
And the contract as it stands right now, $24.7 million this year for Matt Ryan, including that $7.5 million roster bonus that was due today, uh, assuming that the Colts will pay that. And next year, $29.2 million. Uh, so, you know, middle-of-the-road quarterback money because now we're into the 50s uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So, you know something? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's uh, uh, based on this guy's, well, first of all, before I talk about his contract, I do want to talk about that he'd been with, a, uh, I think, the, his whole career was down there in Atlanta. Yeah. For four, 14 years. 14 years. I think he's a very capable quarterback. Very capable. And uh, I I see him as Philip Rivers with a better arm. Uh, I think he he has a football IQ comparable to Philip Rivers. I agree with you there. Uh, he has a a quick release, uh, and uh, he's a more accurate passer uh, than uh, Carson Wentz for sure. And he has a stronger arm than Philip Rivers. He can throw the ball downfield. So this is a guy that the Colts was interested in last year, but he was a lot more expensive last year in terms of what Atlanta was wanting. And so, uh, so you know, to get him for just a, a third round pick. Uh, that's a big win for the Colts. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to go back on a couple of things you said because I just want to highlight it. It's about that quick release because I think that's important because uh, Phil Rivers was a non-mobile quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't have as many sacks. And I think because he didn't tax his offensive line. When a quarterback holds on the ball, you ask him for the offensive lineman to hold their blocks a little bit longer, and it's very difficult to do that. Bill Rivers did not get sacked that often, even though he was not mobile, because he got it out of his hand quicker. Now, what I will say about um, uh, uh, Ryan is that, uh, according to the statistics from the NFL, he has one of the quickest releases in the NFL in current day, current market. So that tells me that he will not be taxing his offensive line. Yeah, and then here's the other part of that, which I did right, which I think is, uh, is just as important, if not more. Uh, Philip Rivers and Matt Ryan both can read defenses and understand what, uh, what the defense is trying to do before the ball is snapped. Mm-hmm. So before the ball is snapped, they already know what it is they're going to do. So if the play is called, they know how they're going to adjust it and, and how to attack it. Um, younger quarterbacks, such as Carson Wentz, uh, didn't have that ability. So they're trying to see what the defense is doing as the defense is doing it, which forces them to hold the ball long. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that because I'm gonna say what Carson Wentz is not it had age has nothing to do with his ability to read the defense. I right. just said he just didn't have the skills. He didn't process uh the defense as quick as you should. Youth could be a factor in that, but uh in my opinion he did not have the ability to read the defense as quick as he should in order to make him an elite quarterback. Definitely. So uh, that's what I do have to say about that. But, you know, I got to ask you this, because I know we talked about Pat Ryan and, and uh, I mean, uh, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about, do you think that Baker Mayfield would have been a better choice for the coach? Absolutely not. Man, that was a train wreck <laughs> waiting to happen. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. What, what I think is funny is that uh, uh, they were reporting that Indianapolis was the only team they thought they might be interested in uh, Baker Mayfield. 
So if that was true, and now we have Matt Ryan, that's saying Cleveland is stuck with this guy and has nobody interested in him. I don't know if he has any guaranteed money left, but you know they already got, they not only traded uh, for Deshaun Watson, they signed Jacoby Brissett, so you know they got uh, Deshaun's backup, but they still have Baker Mayfield on their roster. Now, we know they're going to cut him at some point if they can't get a trade. Well, but if he has any guaranteed money, oh, that's going to be very expensive on him. Well, from, from my understanding, I heard a little bit differently. I heard that uh, 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 Baker Mayfield said he has interest in the Colts mm-hmm. versus the Colts having interest in him. So, you know, there might have been two stories out there, but that's the one that I heard. Right. Now, also, uh, what I believe is that, yeah, they have their, their starter. I'm going to say they, Cleveland. They have their starter and their backup. Mm-hmm. And I think they're very satisfied with that. Yeah. In my personal opinion, <clears throat> I think that uh, um, uh, Baker Mayfield is hoping to get cut. Because if he get cut, he has more options. Right. right? He, can, he can look for what's the best fit for him. That is correct. Now, But right now, I don't think he's got a home. Because let, let, me, let me call this out. All right. The Colts, no can do. Right. Cleveland, no can do. Uh, New Orleans Saints. Keeping uh, uh, Winston. Winston, keeping him. Uh, it looked like in uh, um, um, Carolina, uh, possibly. Oh my goodness, uh, possibly, got, but I don't know. I know they really don't want to run back Sam Darnold. No, they do. I not. don't think they're high on Baker Mayfield, but nope. I think if they had to choose between the two, if they could get him cheap, and have, like the Colts got Matt Ryan. I think they'll make that move. If they're asking, if Cleveland's trying to play hardball and want some first-round draft picks and things of that nature, then it won't happen. No, it's not going to happen. Plus, even like you said, they don't want Sam Darnold, but they gave him that guaranteed money. So, you know, and if they get – so they got to be very economical yeah. with whoever they get. So uh, I just don't see a – I just don't see him being a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. I don't see that. I, well, I, don't, I, I don't even I, see it in Seattle. Um, I'm not going to say it, it's not going to happen yet because – there's still several teams searching for quarterbacks. Okay. So we'll see. Yes, uh, but we'll see. I am going to say that he's, he's not somebody that's at the top of anybody's list. No. He'll be somebody that a team settles for. Okay, I can see that settle. Here, here's my prediction. I'm telling our listeners, go out there to every, that, that, betting, that betting site and bet that he's not going to be a starting quarterback. <laughs> because I think he ranked in the higher 20s when it comes to the rankings of the NFL teams for last year mm-hmm. now i do understand that he did have that injury and that hampered him just a little bit and he had a better year the year before but it's it's something's telling when somebody tell you that we want a more mature or an adult mm-hmm. quarterback so that Boy, tells you a lot and cleveland was bad they, they chopped off their own foot by putting that out there publicly when they know they're gonna try to trade him. yeah you're absolutely right you know, so I'm going to jump off of this real quick, uh, and I know that news is really uh, catered to Indianapolis, so we just had to get it out there because we're very happy that the uh, Indianapolis coach not their coach. But I think it's time to give a little bit of a, 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 a shout out to our sponsors. So let's go ahead and do that. It's a party out in MIA. All right, this is a part of our program where we recognize our sponsors. Uh, we recognize King Cap, who allow us to use this out the way studio every Tuesday evening to do our podcast. 
He also has other organizations under his umbrella, such as a custom-made apparel company where he makes custom-made t-shirts. And in fact, he made some hats with his logos on there, and they look pretty sharp. The colors are outstanding. It is a little bit of orange with green and black. Not like an eye combination, but I have to say it was pretty slick. Also, we want to recognize our second sponsor, and that's that 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. Uh, that's right. If you want something good to happen to your hair, go ahead and visit 421 Barbershop, and go ahead and try one of our master barbers. Also, I will be remiss if I don't tell you that we are a family-friendly barbershop. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. Hey, it's a party out in MIA. Hey, it's a party out in MIA. All right, I guess that's enough for our sponsor. Good God Almighty. Woo! Oh, yeah. But you know something, KC? Mm -hmm. You know what the big topic is with the barbershop Saturday? Well, yes, I do. Mm hmm. Yeah, that is the uh, Supreme Court justice nominee. I'm gonna say Miss Brown. I ain't gonna try to mess with that first name. <laughs> <laughs> I think Miss Brown is adequate the way to bring it up. You know, she is a. You know, it's the not. They haven't. Uh, it's the nominees week this week. They have a lot of hearings this week, and I don't know if you know about it. But I also want to educate our listeners. I really want you to listen to the background uh, of this uh, of this nominee. It is outstanding. It's the most qualified candidate we've ever had for Supreme Court justice. You know, bar none. You know, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. You know, I, I'm totally going to agree with that because, in fact, it, there's a couple of things I'm going to put out there. And uh, the first one I'm going to put out there is a video. I want you to listen to this video where this talk, this person is talking about the qualification. It is packed. It is amazing to me how the GOP is trying to talk about qualifications we look for somebody's qualified and if you compare her resume with anybody on the current supreme court is it exceeds it exceeds Everyone. what they're already sitting there so i'm going to have you listen to a little bit of the background uh about this individual so educate yourself about her wait so who's this judge judge katanji brown jackson yeah the first black woman to be nominated to the supreme court ever ever and how did she get nominated well she studied at Harvard Law, clerked for a Supreme Court Justice, works as a public defender, has experience in the Sentencing Commission, and worked both as a federal district and appeals court judge. She sounds super qualified. And there are confirmation hearings this week. Further questions? Nope. Actually. Wait, so who's this judge? Judge Katanji Brown Jackson? Yeah. The first black woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. Ever? Ever. And how did she get nominated? Well, she studied at Harvard Law, clerked for a Supreme Court Justice, works as a public defender, has experience in the Sentencing Commission, and works both as a federal district and appeals court judge. She sounds super qualified. And there are confirmation hearings this week. Further questions? Nope. Actually. All right. See, I had to play that twice. Yeah. I love that background so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the background, but I like what they were talking about her. And they didn't even uh, delve into all of the qualifications. There. No, they did not. Uh, she, uh, She's the only, the first ever Supreme Court Justice nominee who ever worked as a public defender at one point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No other judge has ever worked as a public defender defending uh, uh, ordinary Americans before. But she has. I, I agree. And then a lot of times you hear them talking about, well, who did you clerk for? And that means uh, what what judge What's did judge? you work uh, Did you uh, 
chambers did you work in as an intern? Well, she did it three times. And one time, it was with the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. No. no other judge, uh, no other nominee has done that. I agree with you. I tell you, that, that's what floored me. And then she not only has a Harvard, uh, Harvard degree in law, while she was there, she was the Harvard Law uh, Review editor. Right, that is correct. That so, is. you know, that's a, a like a high distinguished position for uh, for a law student there at Harvard Law. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to pass I don't want to pass the uh, uh, I didn't want to pass by that she was a clerk uh, for a judge on the Supreme Court. Cuz mm-hmm. when you're talking about experience, that's experience. Yeah. And also if you look at the background of the justices is that there's two schools that dominate and that is Harvard and Yale. I heard there were three. Harvard Yale and Clark. Whatever you say, don't say Clark. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he's talking about Clark and College. And she also Atlanta. served on the bench for nine years. Most of these uh, Supreme Court judges that we've had, yes, yes. have never been a judge. <laughs> oh, well, matter of fact, now that you brought that up, I, we have a. Uh, uh, I'm going to now have you listen to a clip of the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the makeup of the Supreme Court over the years. Yeah. It's going to echo exactly what you said. And saying. this is from Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois. That is correct. 130 years, the Supreme Court has had 115 justices. 108 have been white men. Just two judge- justices have been men of color. Only five women have served on the court, and just one, a woman of color. Not a single justice has been a black woman. You, Judge Jackson, can be the first. And it's more than 230. Now, did you hear that? Over 230 years. Yeah. And I think he said I have 115. How many was uh, Caucasian male? I think he said oh. 100 and something. I think yeah, he said all. 108. Yeah, all of five. I think he said all around seven. Yeah. I don't know. I think he said around 108. Okay. Now, that the Supreme Court really is the law of the land and drives how the country is going to look or at least operate. And the demographics of the United States have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. And our lens as a country has widened. Yeah. So it make it makes sense that we have more diverse on the Supreme Court. Right. That diversity. Because we're looking at the country more than just one lens. Mm-hmm. Uh or how we I want to say historically or traditionally only have one lens, one vision. Yeah. And so I, I think it's, it's, important, it's important for our Supreme Court to reflect the demographic of our country. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and for this person to represent a, a different demographic with all that background and qualification, I think it's, it's something to say. It's a lot to say. Oh, it's okay. a lot to say. Yeah. So anyway, uh, was there any, any, any other comments you want to make about the, uh, uh, the hearings this week? Other than I would hope our listeners are listening in uh yeah just from the proceedings i've heard today i mean the the gop has just been ridiculous they're talking about some books that are in a library at a school and you know they're not talking about anything to do with this woman's record ability and and accomplishments uh they're talking about some books some arbitrary books that are in a library they handpicked about uh seven or eight books out of thousands of books that are in a school library and saying, see, this is the curriculum they're trying to teach when none of those books are textbooks. There's just books in a library. 
You know, and, and that's one of the reasons why we push for people to educate themselves. Because if you look at the, the, the hearing this week, and they're talking about these books, and do you think uh, students at the age of four-year-olds getting these books, why are you looking? First of all, that's not a role as a judge, and it's not a curriculum in the school. So why don't you ask that question to the parent? <laughs> because that's the one, if they're getting out the library, yeah. uh, is the one who's checking out the books. Now, also, there's some other books. I think you mentioned uh, earlier when we had a casual conversation before we was on the air. You were saying you can get any type of books in the library. Yeah. It's just if you choose to read it. Right. And so I think one of them you even talked about is uh, about Nazi, being a Nazi. And yeah, stuff. white supremacy, all those kind of books are in the library. Right. But they're not talking about those books that are in the library. They're just talking about um, any any book that has a, a pro-black uh insinuation to it. Well, that is true, but my point is when I said that is that they are not uh, uh, they are not being realistic when they're talking about the books was being taught in schools. There's a difference between books and libraries and taught in schools. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and sign off, and thank you listeners for listening to us, uh, and I hope you decide to advertise on our radio station. So with that being said, uh, Casey, I'm going to turn it over so you can go ahead and sign off. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be loved, and be wise. And we say, Go, go Mob.